It's election day, 9-11 here on this Tuesday. So that means the polls have been open for three hours and 11 minutes. I got a couple of text messages saying there were some problems, but I think they've been worked out. And I was just talking in the hallway to one of my uh, colleagues who said that there was actually a line at the elementary school in Chesterfield that he went to go vote in this morning. So what does that mean? Does that mean high turnout in person? Let's talk to the Attorney General of Virginia, Jason Miaris. He's been through a lot of these things. He's a member of the House of Delegates, so he knows what it's like to uh, worry about whether people are going to turn out in your backyard to vote. Good morning, Mr. Attorney General. How are you this morning? Great to be with you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So what are your instincts? What, what What's the vibe? Are you feeling good? Yeah, I mean, I, it's great energy. I did multiple rallies with the governor yesterday, and great energy, great turnout. Um, you know, yeah, I, mean, I got to give you credit, con- Jason. Yeah, I, I, I excuse me for interrupting you, but I want to give you credit because you were one of the people out with Glenn Youngkin over and over and over again, <laughs> talking to people. And you know, you don't have to do that in an off-year election. You could just send out a couple of mailers, and you have put in the work. So I've, it's noticed. Yeah. It's noticed. Well. It's great. I mean, listen, I love I, I love being with with folks and I love hearing for folks. And, and listen, there's a real hunger for what we're doing. But I think the contrast is so stark between the failed policies of what's happening in Washington and then seeing the successes we've had in Virginia with the Virginia Renaissance led by Glenn Youngkin. I mean, you look at Washington, what have they brought in? High taxes, litigation, regulation high inflation, high gas prices. Yeah. Look what Governor Yunkin has brought. He's brought $5 billion in tax cut, record level investment in both law enforcement, mental health. Uh, you know, he is, he has fought to make sure that parents matter, not cutting parents out of the equation. And so I think you've really seen just this leftward shift of the democratic party, not just nationally, but in Virginia has really repealed a lot of voters from them. So I, I, I am, I'm very optimistic where we are. I think we're at the two inch yard line. We've got to punch it over. I think it's going to be close in a lot of these elections or the swing of the swing districts. If you look at their voting history, they have gone back and forth and um, you know, they sometimes they've gone for Biden and they've gone Youngkin and they've gone for Democrats for Congress, but I like where we are. I like our messaging. Uh, it's clear to me that the Democrats are basically running on fear because they can't run on the record. They can't run on, hey, trust us with power again, because everybody remembers the last time they were in power. People remember they they voted to end the mandatory reporting requirement of sexual assault in schools. They mm-hmm. voted to pull SROs out of the schools. They voted to hurt police, and we're pushing things like ending qualified immunity for law enforcement, which is like de facto defunding police. They pushed to change our bail system, make it much easier for criminals to get back, back on their street where they can harm more Virginia. So they they know the track record. They mm-hmm. saw what the disaster was during the, the, the years they were under with Ralph North and when they had a far left liberal monopoly. I think most people both see that, see the stark contrast in governing with Governor Yunkin and then also the abject failure right now of what's happening in Washington. I've had a couple of people who have thought um, over the last several weeks that I've been unfair that I keep mentioning and to me, this is shocking. And I'm no dummy, but I, I, I think this is shocking. 74% increase in murders in Henrico County over the last five years. Now, I, that is an alarming number to me. Does it matter who the delegate is? Yeah. Does it matter who the Commonwealth's attorney is, whether they're a Republican or Democrat, oh, you think? Huge. Huge. When I was uh, a prosecutor in Virginia Beach, we had a bumper sticker 
that said, you know, Commonwealth's attorney, the only thing between jail and a catch and release program. Yeah. So, yes, it's true. Uh, if you're pro, I mean, a lot of these Commonwealth attorneys, these prosecutors view themselves as social workers instead of prosecutors. And they'll walk into the courtroom and they see two victims. They see the crime victim, but they also view the, the defendant as the victim of the system or mm. or pick whatever ism you want to name it, that they're a victim of their circumstances. And they take away the idea of personal responsibility. But as far as you're delegating your senator, seismic. I mean, just think about the bill that we would be able to go after fentanyl dealers for felony homicide. That keeps dying on a party line vote. That's something that real prosecutors and law enforcement have been asking for. I met with some moms. All three of these moms have lost a child to fentanyl overdose, and they all know the same dealer. The same dealer took each one of their babies from them. And they showed me where this person lived. They, They showed me the townhouse where this dealer lives. This person has taken, we know of a minimum, three children away from their parents from fentanyl overdose. The most he could be charged with is possession with intent to distribute. And when the Democrats had an opportunity to side with victims over dealers, they decided to side with dealers. So you're delegating your senator, they're huge. We can't repeal the, the, uh, the change in the, in the presumption on bond, which was under Ralph Northam, that keeps dying in the state Senate. So there are a lot of very, very criminal first, victim last mindset bills that got passed under the Ralph Northam years that we have not been able to undo because of our senators and our delegates. And yes, your prosecutor makes a world of difference. And you can look at it, you know, even in Northern Virginia as well, with a lot of with Buddha and some of these uh, left wing prosecutors of social justice prosecutors that keep getting elected. Yeah. It have been utter disasters for their communities because you have shop. They basically legalized theft. You have, you have in Fairfax, they refuse to prosecute any larceny related crime. That is, is a $1,500 or less. They won't prosecute. Well, now the cartels have recognized this. And so the organized retail crime rings that we're seeing pop up, they go directly where you have local Commonwealth attorneys that will not do their job. Yeah, they They're know. like great white sharks. Right. They know they're predators. They go where they think they can get away the easiest. And so actions have consequences. Elections have consequences. Who we elevate in positions of authority have consequences. So the stakes are high. You know, listen, these off-year elections are lower turnout than presidential years. So your vote is your voice, but it matters even more. And everybody needs to make sure their voice is heard today. Go out and vote. Now, you served in the House of Delegates. Probably, I think I think if I'm doing the, the, the math right, you were in there with Delegate Schuyler von Valkenburg, and you saw yeah. Senator <clears throat> Siobhan Donovan. And I'm sure everybody's nice. I, I mean, I guess they're polite to each other at the Capitol. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> What's the difference between mindset in that race? Because that's the one that everyone's told oh, me. Gosh. Watch that. If Siobhan Donovan is reelected, it's a good night for Republicans, but if people don't turn out in Henrico, that's bad. What's what's the difference between these yeah, two? Yeah, I mean, that that is a district that have, this is a post-redistricting election that's yeah. gotten, it's gotten a little bit bluer, uh, but Siobhan has done an amazing job in the Senate. She is by far and away one of the most respected senators that we have in the state Senate. Uh, she is both thoughtful she works her rear end off. Uh, she's one of those that when we're looking at somebody to carry, you know, the big bills, oftentimes she's at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. And she's been a very effective policymaker. And here's the thing I give Siobhan, Dr. Dunovitz, so much credit. She was the clarion call on let's get her kids back in school. She gave some of the most impassioned speeches and public statements about why we have our kids shut out of our schools. Right. 
And she warned the Democrats over and over and over again that they caught they're obsessed with inequality. Guess what? It's wealthy and the upper middle class that can afford private tutors and private schools for their kids. The kids, the, the working Virginians were going to be the ones most damaged, right. most damaged by keeping our, clo- clo- our schools closed. Well, guess who guess who opposed her bill to reopen our schools? Van Ockenberg. Yeah. So on the big issues of the day, when the chips are down and the media was all going going after Republicans by the fact that we were pointing out what was obvious, our kids are being hurt by our schools being closed. It was Van Ockenberg who got up and gave speeches trashing Republicans trying to reopen our schools. And it was Siobhan Donovan literally at the vanguard, literally at the tip of the spear saying our kids are failing right now. And and listen, the mental health, the addiction issues that we're seeing with our young people, it is it is heartbreaking what we're saying right now. And a big reason of that is our kids were socially isolated for 12 to 18 months. We were the 44th state in the country to reopen 44 out of 50 to reopen our schools. And I put that completely at the feet at the Democrats and Ralph Northam that kept our kids out of school for so long. It was heartbreaking. Kids were going to private school like the virus doesn't exist in private schools. But we know this, you know, they say follow the science. Our kids, our kids were the least likely to to suffer any type of fatalities from the covid. And they were the least likely to transmit it to to other people. Yet our schools were closed. So even when the science was opening, Van Ockenberg and the Democrats, the General Assembly kept our kids out of school. The, what is going to be written on social science on what happened during these closures? Future generations are going to be floored at those in, quote unquote, the enlightened ones, those in positions of power got it so wrong. You're right. I give Siobhan Dunovitz so credit for that's the type of leader I want. I want the lead, the type of leader when the chips are down, can look at the science, can be the leader and say, you know what? We need to get our kids back in school. And she was reviled. She was attacked for it. I give her all the credit in the world. She She's done a wonderful job, and she deserves to be realized. I am so glad you reminded us of that. I haven't even brought that up in the last couple of weeks. And that was a, that was a pivotal moment where we saw people make good judgments or bad judgments, sound scientific judgments versus political, you know, calculated political judgments. And the consequences were real for kids. I'm so glad that you reminded us of that. The Attorney General of Virginia, Jason Miaris, really appreciate it. I hope I'll see you this week. Thank you. I'll see you around. Okay. Good to see you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, all I'm no joking. That guy, he's been everywhere with the governor this this past. I mean, the last several weeks, but especially this last week. It's exhausting to do this stuff, and he doesn't have to do it. And you know, he's in a. You can tell from the interviews we do, it's different than the lieutenant governor. You know, Winsome Sears is great, and she's she's tough, but he's the attorney general, so he has a different set of responsibilities and a different threshold for what he can say and do. And he stepped up to the plate this week to really be out there campaigning and and you know what, making points like the one he just did. But remember when you wanted your kids to go back, you're like, oh my God, we're losing all this time. And as Jason says, it, it was Siobhan Donovan who was on with us every week. Remember, she, she, I'm sure her advisor said, "Don't go on the radio with John Reed. You never know what he's going to ask you. That guy throws curveballs all the time. You could really damage you." And she came on every week. Meanwhile, Skylar von Valkenburg never comes on, 
and they just expects to be rewarded to go to the Senate after making all these bad decisions. But you got to decide. It's up to you to decide today. That was great. I appreciate the chance to talk to uh, the Attorney General. It's 923. We're back with more, and I'll give you a preview of tonight's show with Jeff Katz right after the polls close from 7 to 10 when we return on News Radio WRVA.